On this week's The Koi Gig Podcast, we had an exclusive interview with Manchester United's owner Barrier. With those crowds and that pressure, I just love it. Listen now and make sure you subscribe to The Koi Gig Podcast feed wherever you get your podcasts. OTB AM with Gillette Labs. Get the ultimate shave or your money back. Neon Night Edition, available now. Very difficult time for Wexford Hurling at the moment. I'm delighted to say Liam Griffin is with us. Liam, good morning to you. How are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you? Yeah, good. Um, what's your level of concern about Wexford Hurling at the moment? Um, yeah, great concern because for the simple reason we're not doing well and uh, at senior level. Now, it's a bit of a it's a bit of a contradiction because we've started to do really well at under 20. We're the only county that's been in the last two Leinster finals in uh, in uh, under 20 hurling. Losing to Kenny by a point last year who went on to win the Ireland and then losing to Offaly this year. Two good teams, by the way, that we lost to. And uh, But the problem is that it's exactly the wrong time for the senior team to be uh, faltering because we need to get the point of entry at the top level because, uh, you know, that's important for young players being developed if we want to stay at the top because Rory O'Connor and these who came on first a few years ago, they're always been at the top level. So we really need to be at the top level and considering that under 20 squads of two squads that have got to that Leicester final, we need to be there for their, for their further development and for the development of Wexford Hurling. So it's, it's a dangerous time at the moment in case we are, uh, uh, you know, relegated. That would be a big blow to the, to the county, especially at the underage level. It seems like it's also come from left field in many ways. Like, you know, the, the circumstances of the 17-point lead against Westmeath. Um, but it also feels like there's been an injury crisis this year and that that's... Look, maybe I'm wrong, right? But... Uh, no, I, no. I understand this talk about the team not being as well conditioned as they need to be their second half performance has been consistently poor but at the same time it definitely fe- felt like they had a really progressive young manager who was you know uh, rising to the peak of his powers um, so I don't know what's, what's your instinct about is, is it just a weird sequence of events or is there something more fundamental at issue no it's a weird uh, no weird set of events but also, allied to that, we've lost Paddy Foley to Australia. And Paddy Foley was centre-back and he was a brilliant player. And last year, we beat Kilkenny in Nolan Park in the Championship. For the first time in our history, actually, beating them in, in Nolan Park. Uh, the nearest we got was back in 1951 or something, uh, to beat them in, in, uh, in, in, in Nolan Park. So he, he was gone. We lost Damien Rick. Uh, Lee Chin has been injured for a year and a half, and and I don't know what the story is with him. He's not he's not full he's not at full at full pelt, and we need him at full pelt. We've also Liam Ryan picked up a bad injury, so we have had a serious amount of injuries. But but having said that, we were uh, walloping Westmeath at half t- half time. We were doing the same with Antrim. Now that's been forgotten about. That's just actually been forgotten about by those who wouldn't be a close. Uh, Looking closely at Wexford Hurling because it, it with about four minutes to go in the Antrim game, we were very well in front and in the in the in the Antrim game, but it came I think to about four minutes to go or maybe slightly less. Antrim had Antrim had just got back to four points, and only for our James Murray made a good save on the goal. Uh, we would have been a point behind. Uh, they, they would have been a point behind with about two minutes to go, I think, or thereabouts. And I believe that 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 momentum would have carried them over as well. So we were in mortal danger. So what's wrong? What's wrong? Why is this happening? Well, we played excellent against against Antrim in the first half, really, really good. We played really, really good against the uh, Westmeath, 
And then in the second half in both games, we failed and we went, we went, went backwards. But the team, the team just didn't respond in the second half. And you know yourselves from sport, when the tide starts to come in on you in a match, it's bloody hard to get it out. So you could see when, when, when Westmead started to play really, really well. And one good thing about the Westmead thing that I would be very happy about from Westmead's sake is that they're making good progress and it's good to see that. And uh, we can't take from their victory. It was a great victory for them. But the one thing they started doing was playing direct hurling. And uh, I'm looking at the papers last week, 25 points for Tipperary, 25 points, you know, for Limerick. And you're, you're looking at all of the 20 points and some of that stuff is totally boring. Not that those matches were boring. I'm not suggesting they were, but with all these points and so forth. But going direct seems to be gone out the window sometimes. It's all through the lines, through the lines, through the lines, through the lines. And that's not necessarily the best idea. So Westmead showed a way that you can win a match from behind by going direct and picking up every man in the place. And they deserve to win. So we are now in a crisis mode. Is it concerning as well, Liam, that there just seems to be no learning from, from one game to the next? Like even that, that Galway defeat, there was a lot of criticism about the, the persistent use of a sweeper and some of the tactics, especially in the second half. Then, of course, the Dublin game, a lot of wides for, for Wexford in that one. Even the win over Antrim that you mentioned, like they still conceded 125. So, game to game, there just seem to be persistent issues that keep cropping up. Yeah, there are. And the other thing to do is we missed two penalties in the championship so far. We missed a penalty the last day and we missed a penalty uh, in, in a previous game. So, yeah, those fundamentals and, and shooting, uh, you know, uh, 19 wides, I think, against Dublin, and you know we had wides, we've had wides. So that's 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 true, but at the end of the day, I still think that the team, uh, the the basis of that team is still very good. But at, at this time, I think we really do need to throw off the shackles and really hurl against uh, Kilkenny. Now, Kilkenny, we beat Kilkenny in Nolan Park last year in a terrific game. So we we have them now in our own pitch. We have them down in Wexford Park. So I know the players are a bit, uh, probably a bit fragile at this moment because of what's happened. But like, there's no reason why if we don't hurl our living best and play a good game plan, a good game plan, um, and if we can, if we can do that, I think we have a good chance of beating beating Kilkenny. But if we don't knuckle down for the whole time, be brave, take it on, just take it on, and make sure we're doing it for every minute of the game. I think that gives us a good chance. I really do think we have a good chance if they click on that form in that way. And I think they're quite capable of doing that. They did it in the first half, uh, in the last two games, and if they could keep that momentum up. So that's surely not too big an ask. But I think complacency sets in when you're playing teams that are considered to be lower, uh, lower division than you. You actually start to, you know, just amble along at times, and it's very hard to get going. But you can, hopefully, to get going for it, and I think they will. I think the lads in the hurling pod this week as well with ourselves, Liam, we're talking about Kilkenny maybe taking the game more seriously than than people possibly think. That the prospect of sending Wexford down might be a a bit of motivation for some of those Kilkenny players. Do you expect that they will take that game seriously? Oh, I absolutely, absolutely, and I wouldn't want them to do that, Ness. This is for this is sport. You don't you don't uh, you don't give fellas favors. You've got to earn your right to uh, to to win, to win the games. You've got to earn it. And I, I hope to come with their full game because uh, and I hope that we are, have our full game. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't want to be dependent on somebody else just uh, coasting in the game. But I don't think that Kenny will do that. I don't think they've ever done it. And fair juice to them. So that's it. Bring it on, and Wexford should stand up and be counted. And hopefully that there will be to stand up and be counted because they have done it last year. That's that's the. That's the go-to game to look at. We did it, and we did it well, and so why not? So 
it's it's in the lap of the gods, but it's not mostly it's in the lap of the players to give us one hundred percent. They showed it in the last games; they can do it. So for for a half an hour, for a half a game. So why not now? This is when Wexford needs them, and I think they've got to get forget about everything else. Only this this is this is this is a game for Wexford, and it's a very very important game for Wexford. And uh, you know whatever ever issues you have or whatever leave them behind, or if management and players whatever with working together, I don't know, I'm not sure. But listen. Give it everything. Be brave and go for it and give us a good game of hurling and let's see what happens. And oh. I think we can do it. Over the last five or six years, it has always felt a little bit like the county board in Wexford were progressive and, and trying to make the right decisions about stuff. Um, and look, there's, there's difficulties in a, a county that is a dual county, essentially, um, where football is taken very seriously at club level. And I know there's a bit of controversy, residual controversy about the speed at which the championships are run off. So it's one championship run off full and then the other one runs off. And that was a decision that the clubs made. Um, is that the best thing for the inter-county senior hurling team? Uh, yes, it is. It is and it isn't because it is the best in our circumstances. I'm in favour of both hurling and football. And, uh, you know, but there's no there's no mercy for being uh, dual counties all over. There is no system that's going to help to make it better because unless we have a split season and that split season is there. Now, we were playing hurling one week football the next week uh, previous to this. So therefore, for football, you were training by playing hurling and for hurling, you were training by playing football. So like every second thing, that doesn't work. That just doesn't work. They're two totally different games. So that split was done. Uh, so that played play hurling first and then played the football second. Now, we are a pure dual county and, and there is no reward for being a dual county. There's actually no reward for being a dual county anyway across the way because it, it impinges with everything in terms of the amount of time you have this on the field and the amount of practice and all sorts that you get. And there's also... There's, there's also tension between hurling and football with some non-progressive people that seem to think they are progressive. Instead of finding a way, they just keep looking from one to the other on, on occasions. And that's part of being a dual county. But I think from our perspective, uh, I think that the championship itself has to be run off like that, unfortunately. But we have too many games in certain areas, of, the, of uh, even at inter-county level. There's some meaningless games being played. And we, we, we need to look at, at the entire Look at the GEA needs to look at itself from the top to the very bottom, from annual congress and all the way all the way the game is the way the games are being run. That's just my opinion. Uh, I think there's an unbelievable amount of work that we should do and have to do because don't forget the RSI report showed that a big dropout in Gaelic football and in hurling over the years. That was out in 2013. I would say that's become probably worse. 70% dropout in Gaelic football. Uh, at club level and a 60% dropout in hurling at club level that's a that's a crisis and it hasn't been fully addressed but like and we're and we're still maybe muddling a bit too much in relation to how we're trying to to create, create the intercounty game or or the new the new the new reality to deal with that so we've a lot of work to do to make it smoother for everybody but in the middle of all that you've got a dual county uh, dealing with all the complications and that certainly is a negative influence all right we'll leave it there for now Liam best of luck this weekend thanks for talking to us Thank you, thank you. OCB AM with Gillette Labs. Get the ultimate shave or your money back. Neon Night Edition, available now.